Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. From the Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. This is the Workday Afternoon. I'm Clarissa Montero. Right now, I am joined by Olivia Ho, arts correspondent at the Straits Times, and Eunice Quek, food correspondent at the Straits Times. For the first time, we are bringing you ST Live Picks uh, live from the studio of Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hi. It is so good to have you with us. Um, I think we will start with Olivia. You are going to talk to us more about the Singapore Writers Festival. So I'm pretty excited about mm-hmm. the festival. It's the annual literary event of Singapore's calendar, and it's happening from the the 1st to the 10th of November, so that's beginning this Friday. Mm-hmm. And it is the first time poet Pooja Nancy is helming the festival. Mm-hmm. So she's ha- done quite a lot of, um, she's shaken it up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I think previous in previous years, the festival was very large. It was, uh, it's got like 300, more than 300 programs. And I think she's tried to trim that down this year to about um, to 250 or so. Mm-hmm. And that's a very bold choice, I think, because previously the festival was gunning for numbers and um, you might you might lose some of that but she's gone for a leaner program she's got a very clear cut vision mm-hmm. uh, I would say that it's pretty uh, woke so to speak woke yeah so, <laughs> so she's I mean she's not come out and said anything like that but mm-hmm. she is but I think she's let her selection speak for itself so the headliners are people like Marlon James the mm-hmm. uh, Man Booker Prize winner known for writing Brief History of Seven Killings and uh, earlier this year Black Leopard Red Wolf so he's the first Jamaican to win the Man Booker Prize. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to be giving the festival prologue. And uh, also people like Min Jin Lee, the author of the bestseller Pachinko, um, historical novel about Koreans in living in Japan. Uh, Roxane Gay, the, um, another bestselling author uh, of Bad Feminist, uh, which is considered one of the landmark works in recent, recent years about um, feminist thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a lot of spoken word. There's, uh, there's going to be a Dikya Bharat rap battle, which pits, the, which pits um, Malay rappers against uh, Dikya Bharat pro- performing artist, which is a traditional Malay uh, choral singing form. Mm-hmm. So that looks like it's going to be pretty exciting. Okay, so mm-hmm. now I've never been, all right, full disclosure, I've never been to a <laughs> Singapore Writers' Festival. If I said, okay, Olivia, take me to a couple of events and introduce me to this for the first time, what would those events be and what would I expect? Well, I think I would recommend people get the festival pass, actually, because mm-hmm. that's $25. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gives you access to uh, most of the most of the events, minus some of the ticketed programs. So Marlon James, for instance, that ticketed, um, you have to pay a separate fee to see his lecture. But the festival pass will give you access to people like Nicola Yoon, the um, young adult author of books like The Sun is Also a Star, which mm-hmm. is made into a movie. And uh, in in fact, there's quite a. Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, you. You're not gonna just bring me to two, right? No, you can. It, it's like hundreds, and hundreds of events, and uh, and they've got the youth fringe this year as well, which is targeted. Um, 
to young people from the ages of 13 to 18. I know that probably doesn't include you. No. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, I think the festival's made quite a big effort to reach out to young people. Mm-hmm. They've got things like uh, K-pop and memes. And there's also an emphasis on uh, Singlish because uh, the theme of the festival this year is a language of our own. So there's looking at how languages are used to uh, form identities, to form and fracture communities. So um, they're going to be looking at uh, our favorite Singlish words. You know, there's about one every session. Right. Yeah. So um, there's really a lot. And the good thing about this year's festival being leaner is that there are less overlaps in terms of programming. Mm-hmm. So people are, you know, less likely to have to choose between like one thing and another thing. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so clearly you will not just take me to two events. <laughs> at that point, we go to food. And Eunice Quek, food correspondent at The Straits Times. Now, I know you're going to talk about Steamboat. Now, my personal opinion of Steamboat is it's best at home. I do agree. Mm-hmm. I do agree that it's best at home. Maybe next time I'll do one for you. Oh, please. <laughs> um, but um, the reason why I, I still love going out for Steamboat mm-hmm. is also because... I am the one doing it a lot of the time at home. Right. And, well, it's nice to, you know... Somebody else do it. Have someone else, yeah, do it for you. You know, I don't have to spend hours you know, slaving over the pot just to brew soup, you know, which is why, like you said, it's best at home. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I have a new um, place that has uh, that's opened up at the new Paya Lebar Quarter, mm-hmm. um, that crazy huge mall um, at the Paya Lebar MRD station. Right. Um, it's called Makino. Uh, no particular meaning behind the name. I know it's apparently a female character in Japan. That's what I'm told. Um, they thought it was a, a cute name, I guess. Um, but it serves Japanese like shabu shabu. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing about this is that the reason why I was paying attention to this place was because it's actually on the same floor as the famous... Uh, Heidi Lao restaurant chain. Right. And I was like, anyone who dares to put a steamboat, another steamboat concept next to this one um, has to do something pretty different. Either they're very out. brave exactly. and very good yes. or suicidal. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> For now, I'll say pretty brave. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, Japanese style, so very different. And so you get um, a lot of Japanese ingredients. So, okay. And I think that's what really stands out. So um, the freshness of the ingredients, the quality... Um, that you get is um, really quite something mm-hmm. that um, I've never really... I mean, you, you get that at some chains, but not at the really mass type. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, when you know we ordered like some of the mushrooms, um, they all came right straight from the packet. You can see it's from Japan and they, they left it in the packet so that you can tell that, you know, we're not trying to cheat you, quality assurance... It's cut straight from the packet and you get like um, the fresh like lion's mane mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You, we got these really interesting, um, what they call hiratake, which is basically oyster mushrooms. That's not particularly interesting, but it was like a ruby pink um, oyster mushroom. So we were okay. like, oh, okay, this is something different, very Instagrammable, definitely, <laughs> um, when it comes to steamboat. Food's always Instagrammable. Yes, very important. So, so yeah. So, I mean, just the mushrooms alone, we were like, oh, okay, at least I see, you know, something different, sure. something a bit more unique. Um, I And I, most importantly, you know, if I'm going to be paying almost like, you know, just above $10 or so for a packet of mushrooms, it better be 
really good quality premium mushrooms that mm-hmm. I can't get anywhere else. Right. And in this case, that was um, the situation uh, at this at this restaurant. Um, the other thing to note would be um, their mentaiko soup base. Wow. Which, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, make or break, it is the soup base, right? Yes, that's right. So they were like, oh, you know, you should try our mentaiko uh, soup base. You know, I personally am a big you know, Mentaiko uh, fan. You know, but we were also slightly concerned. You know, how it's gonna taste? Would it be very fishy? Mm-hmm. Would it be particularly I don't know, salty? Um, it was all of that, but really well balanced. So you, they actually give the um, a proper portion of the Mentaiko that they mix into the soup. Right. Yeah, and then you cook all your ingredients inside. So you get the salty, you get the fishy. You know, big umami bomb and um, and. You can cook your ingredients inside. It doesn't overwhelm the flavor mm-hmm. of, you know, your fish, your meats and all that. And yeah, it actually works really well. Okay, yeah. this actually sounds really good. Olivia, do you like Steamboat? I am very susceptible to Mentaiko. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> that doesn't answer the question about Steamboat. <laughs> I haven't had Steamboat in a really long time because it takes, it takes effort, you know. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't want to do it in your home. You want to go to somebody else's home and have really good Steamboat. That's right. <laughs> so Eunice, this is Steamboat worth going out for, you're saying? That's right, yes. And um, I mean, because of the quality of the ingredients, the variety that you get, mm-hmm. I do think it's worth um, checking out for sure. Yeah, it's not particularly cheap. I would say you might end up going at at least a good 50 bucks per head. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's more or less right now how much people pay at other restaurants as well. Sure. Um, with maybe not as good quality. Um, yeah, and... Well, you don't have to order all the expensive ingredients, right? You don't have to go for like the 40 over dollar Wagyu and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Um, mm-hmm. There are cheaper cuts um, that are available, but you can go really premium or you can go, you know, quite average and you could have a really, really good, decent meal. Yeah. Okay, so for $50 a person, what's the ambience like? Um, ambience, very simple Japanese uh, style, very, nothing... No, not nothing much in terms of uh, designs. Very wood, you know, set wooden 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 setting. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, and well, you know, good service. And if you don't not that a fan of steamboat, maybe or you you want something you have other different. Options? Yes, you don't. I mean, for example, we were saying that during lunchtime it can be a bit quiet because mm-hmm. no one really has time to linger over steamboat. Sure. During a busy lunchtime, um, they do have quite a good variety of. Um, Rice bowls, sashimi, um, yeah, and they have these um, avalanche sushi. That's what they call it. Avalanche. Basically, the fish is on top of the rice, <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's cascading down. That's that's apparently you know the deal. The thing. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's yeah. their thing. It's their thing. Yeah, smart idea because yeah, it looks great. You know, tastes great. That's very important. How's the eating? Is it messy to eat that way? It's quite alright actually because I mean you you find the portion of rice I mean it's, there's still rice you know mm, so you, mm. you you pick out that portion and see the amount of fish that you get on top you'll still get it it's 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 not that messy it looks messy but it's not that messy to eat alright so what's yes. it called again? Makino Makino and it's at Pai Labor Quarter, Quarter. yes alright so we've got two things for you to check out one the Singapore Writers Festival two if you're a food person Steamboat at Makino why can't I remember that? <laughs> Makino. Okay. Now, if I had to role reverse you for a second, Olivia, would you go to this steamboat restaurant in Pai Labor? 
I think I'm sold on the account of the mushrooms because <laughs> I'm a huge mushroom person, right? Uh, and this mysterious mentaiko sauce, uh, broth, and uh, this av- cascading avalanche sushi. I know, right? I know. Mm. Just imagine like tumbling towards you. <laughs> Um, Mouth yeah. open. Mouth open, yes. <laughs> and Eunice, would you go to the Singapore Writers oh, yes, Festival? For sure. Are you going? I would. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. $25 sounds... For so many... Accessible. Yeah. yeah I for mean, so many yeah. things. So yeah. again, before we, we let you go, the Singapore Writers Festival is from the 1st of November to the... 10th of November. So 10 days of intense... Just literature, literary stuff. Literary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like Okay. And the Makino is open for lunch and dinner. Yes, that's right. Seven it's, days a week? Yes, correct. Do you need to make reservations? You could, yeah. But for now, I think you could probably we just walk in for lunch at least. Maybe dinner would be best to make reservations, yes. All right. We've been speaking to Olivia Ho, arts correspondent at The Straits Times, and Eunice Quek, food correspondent at The Straits Times, for SD Live Picks on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.